Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell checking in from a lovely fall day in Denver here. Sarah, is it is it fall out there in Portland? Is it- oh, most, most definitely. And I've been taking a picture of a sugar maple that's across the street from our house that my son John particularly loved. So I sent him one picture. I was like, thinking of you. And he's like, oh, I love it. Can you keep sending me pictures? So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, very nice. Very nice. I have a little bush. It's, I don't I don't think it's a sugar maple bush, but it's something that I planted this year uh-huh. and it changes colors. Mm. So it was yellow leaves all summer. And um, for a while, I thought it was dying because I was like, <laughs> why is it the leaves aren't quite? And then I'm like, oh, gosh, they're changing. So it's very cool. It's just this tiny little guy, but it's, it's one day he'll grow up to be a nice big supposed to be 10 feet so we'll see oh he will get to be tall oh my goodness he's quite at home in your house then timothy well he is Uh. he is i mean the the idea is it's supposed to like we took down lots of stuff that was dead Mm -hmm. now like i can basically see what you know if our neighbors are watching the nightly news or if they're watching (laughs) porn you know So I have to, so it's a little bit of a blockade I'm looking forward to. It's going to be a couple of years before he gets that 10 feet right now. He's he's not doing his job. Well, well, now you get free porn. So it's all good, right? (laughs) Exactly. That's why I pulled that out. I was like, what is the very direct polar opposite of the NBC news? Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So I hear you took a lovely walk recently, Dimity. Well, yeah, I just did. I mean, I just came in. I'm feeling very invigorated. Yeah. I mean, Mm. like probably 20 minutes ago. But anyway, yes, I just went for a walk. I took the dogs. It is such a nice day here. It is super, super windy, which I don't like when I'm riding my bike, but I love it when I'm well out when I was running or walking. I just love, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, I love wind. Oh my gosh. Polar opposites. I detest wind. Wind. I will take rain any day over wind. Oh, really? Um, I just love like how it just like, especially, I mean, it depends upon the wind. It's not like I like a hot gust of wind, you know, like with a lot of (laughs) dust in it or anything like that. But on like a crisp fall day and it's, and it's windy and it just, it feels cool and it feels like it's kind of like refreshing you. And, you know, I, I just, I like it a lot. I mean, if it was, if I was trying to, you know, go and set a record or something. I probably wouldn't enjoy it, but walking or, you know, at the pace that I used Mm. to run, it was fine. We don't get very much wind here in Portland because of just the way things are set up and the gorge, which is east of us, gets a ton of wind. You know, it's where world famous windsurfing takes place. And so my entire family is unaccustomed to wind. And so like when I go to San Francisco now, a place that I lived for eight years, I'm always like, oh, was it always this windy here? <laughs> and then, and then uh, this the college where John goes, Montclair State, is on a hill, quite quite a substantial hill. And he has said several times, it's so windy here, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's what you're used to. And I don't like yeah. crazy. I mean, you know, I just like a nice brisk fall wind. Like that. I don't uh, okay. like a wind okay. during the wintertime if you're too cold. You know, it's it's got to be certain. Anyway, today was felt really good. Today felt really good. And then I listened to this podcast 
Heavyweight. Do you ever listen to Heavyweight with Jonathan? Oh, I love Heavyweight. And I forget to listen to it because it's only available on Spotify. Well, it's not anymore. It's on Apple. I use Apple, whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's called. I'll have to look because every so often I'd be like, nothing. I've listened to that, listened to that. And I'm like, wait, I can go on Spotify and listen to Heavyweight. Yeah, so. yeah. So the latest one is um well so there's two episodes that I've just I I the season 8 I guess it is right now. So the mm. first one I listened to on the bike the other day had me just in tears. It's about mm. Jonathan's best friend named Lenny from his childhood. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Oh my gosh, and there's another one." And it's Kalila Holt who is the producer, right? Mm-hmm. So it's about her uh junior high crush named Leaf or Leif. I can't remember how they said it. I, w- I would have said mm-hmm. Leaf, but I think it called mm-hmm. him Leif. Like Leif Garrett, the teen heartthrob. Yes, yes. And I would call them Leaf Garrett. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, like, you know, like a maple. Anyway, <laughs> so she lets in within three or four minutes that she's like six feet tall. And all of a sudden I'm like, my ears perk up and I'm like, oh, I like her already. I mean, I've always <laughs> liked her, but um, so it's about her like not feeling romantically attractive, I guess, you know, and like she just captured a lot of my mm. feelings from junior high and high school and college. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know, I would go out, like I would be at a college party and my friend would get asked to dance. And so I'd like kind of go dance in the group and then I'd feel awkward. So then I'd go, leave and go stare at the wall. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that was me. You know, like oh, that was me, gosh. you know? Oh, Dimity. Oh so, my gosh. And, I, and yeah. she just did it so, so, so well in my mind, right? Like obviously it, it validated a lot of my experiences, but also you know, she's funny about it. And, you know, um, mm-hmm. I, you know, she, they're always funny. We should remind folks who maybe don't know that why that strikes a chord with you, that you are almost six foot four. Yes, I am. I'm very tall. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So there yes. was that. Yes. So that mm-hmm. made me feel really alive and good. And then, um, and then I listened to this Natalie Merchant song off of her newest album called Aphrodite. Oh. Do you know that song? Oh. It's oh. lovely. Um, she's, it's, okay. a, it's a song that it's an album that she, released after covid and Mm. the first three songs like i just discovered i I discovered them i don't know six eight months ago but then i just rediscovered them the other night and like those first three songs there's just something about them aphrodite's the middle of the three it just Mm -hmm. gave me that feeling honestly like you know it's very hard to get that feeling like i'm really you know how running just makes you feel like oh my god i'm so alive right now i'm so engaged with this world like at the end of a mm-hmm. run you just feel like mm-hmm. it coming out of every pore mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. harder it's really hard to for me to find that feeling um unless mm-hmm. i'm really out you know it's just harder to find it's just running is mm-hmm. it's super accessible with running and mm-hmm. this walk was like the closest i've come to having that like oh my gosh like I am alive. The wind is blowing at me. I feel validated. I love the song. You know, just like all these things that like kind of like stacked up. So it was nice. It is really nice. It's also nice, Dimity, that you were able to see that in the moment, you know, and to put a name to it, put to put put words to it instead of just being like, oh, I feel good. You know, to be like, why do I feel the way I feel? And, you know, then I don't know, you can't always go out and chase that feeling. But if you kind of realize the elements that go into it, maybe you can hopefully replicate it find it again yeah a lot of it is honestly the fresh air and i realized Mm. that coming like i i've been riding my bike in the in the basement a lot just because it's it's the Mm. easiest thing to do right and i've been going to that weight class so everything is good i mean i am definitely feeling fit and strong and all those things but there's not a lot of outside there right Mm -hmm. i mean there's Mm -hmm. outside walking the dogs but there's not a lot of outside moving through fresh air and i went for a bike ride gosh about two weeks ago that was it's been well probably 10 days ago and i'm like oh i need to do this more because 
Mm. It just, that is that feeling, right? That's what, that's mm-hmm. how I, I can also replicate the feeling, but it's just, it's more complicated, right? Mm-hmm. With gear and time and cars and all that stuff. So, yes. Well, so now that you've been talking, I had the opportunity to look all these things up. So I did not know that Natalie Merchant had an album that came out in 2023. And that song is called Come On Aphrodite. Yes. And it features Abina Coomson Davis. Any relation to you, Dimity <laughs> Davis? <laughs> you might you might think so, but no. Oh, my God. The video on that. I mean, again, like I just I am a big Natalie Merchant fan. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. it, we, we should link to it just because I love that that video is it's super fun. And they're just oh, nice. both really, really good singers. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So, and then also I saw that indeed I use Overcast as my, to listen to podcasts. And so, yes, indeed, Heavyweight is back on there. So that's a real joy. Thank you for letting me know that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It popped up in my feed for some reason. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that experience, Timothy. Sure. Of your magical walk. So thanks. So, all right. Here is the first question. This is Christine who wants to know if she can slow her roll in her cool down. Speaking of walking. Hello, AMR. This is Christine calling from Vienna, Austria. And my question is, how important is it to jog your warm down? I'm just finishing a workout. It's 89% humidity. I'm tired. I'm walking home. I'm like, is this still count? So I would like to know how necessary it is to jog. And then is it ever okay to have a walking cool down? Okay, thanks so much for your answers. I love your show. Take care. Bye. Woohoo, Dimity folks are listening to us in Austria. I mean, I'm just sitting <laughs> a little taller and you know, throwing my shoulders back a bit. Oh, sehr gut, sehr gut. We're leaving Austria. Austria, Austria. Yeah. So, and Dimity, your answer to Christine's question better be yes, it's totally okay to walk your cool down. Otherwise, I've been doing it wrong all these years. Oh my gosh, of course it's okay to walk your cool down. It's, it's actually recommended. Or slow jog, depending upon where you are. But you definitely want to take your body down, just like you ramp it up during the warm up. You've got it, and then you're kind of. I see. A, I see a workout kind of as warm up, ramping up. Plateau is the workout, and then coming back down is a cool down where you're ramping down. So mm-hmm. you can't see my arms making this very nice trapezoidal shape. Is that a trapezoid? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's two yes. parallel lines, top and bottom, and then two kind of diagonal lines. Slanty, yes. <laughs> yeah, slanty, slanty. <laughs> So yeah, so that's the cool down. And, you know, the same way that the warm up like kind of tells your body like this is what we're going to do now. Let's everyone get everyone on board. Let's engage all the muscles. Let's, you know, have everyone work together. Let's get your heart pumping and your blood distributed. The cool down sends the opposite message like, okay, we're going to come back down. We're going to let you recover. We want you to like slow your breathing, let your muscles, let the, let the blood go back to your um, organs, like, you, you know, your mm-hmm. digestive tract and kind of stuff that it, it shunts away from while you're running or doing a hard workout. And um, yeah, it just kind of brings you back to a level of homeostasis. So yeah, definitely mm-hmm. a walk is fine. A, a slow jog is fine. I remember when I um, was training hard for the aqua bike national championships way back in the day. (laughs) Uh, And I remember I was, you know, coach Jen and Liz were coaching me and Jen one time nicely, nicely got after me in a comment in training peaks. Like I hadn't let my, I had, I didn't have a true cool down. Like my heart rate hadn't dipped enough, you know, like, Mm. so, you know, she, you know, she told me I definitely needed under 
130 for a while. So I use that now as my marker and, Mm. you know, and that's just a very easy effort, right? So that is a Mm -hmm. walk. That is a very easy pedal. That is whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. It could be Mm -hmm. like, if you were doing a a weight workout, it could be foam rolling, you know, and kind Mm -hmm. of giving those muscles some rubs, some love. So or some mm-hmm. that works because too. because then instead of that gradual incline, Coach Jen must have been seeing kind of a more of a rapid transition that it wasn't yeah, just. Yeah. A, mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. you know how you. Yeah. I mean, it's like you know sometimes you know sometimes it happens, or you know when it happens a lot actually is like at a Ragnar, right, where you run really yes. hard <laughs> and then you go and sit, right, and then getting back mm-hmm. up is hard, right. You feel mm-hmm. kind of creaky Completely. and and your legs are achy and you know and you're not feeling like your your body is it just feels like you shut it down it's like almost like your computer just it's like when your computer goes out and you like have to reboot it and you're like yes. just not quite <laughs> sure what you need to do so yeah so the, there's there's absolutely no harm in walking mm-hmm. and um especially when it's really hot out mm-hmm. yeah and i find that um i know some people say i bring pickleball into the conversation too much but i feel that way <laughs> at, at pickleball i'm going to do it i yeah. i feel that way at pickleball league that will i'll play you know there's seven games but then they finish, you know, let's say I, I had a faster game than someone else. So then there's some people just walk off and stand around and, and drink water, get a little snack, chit chat. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I have to just be out here and do little warm ups or just dink it back and forth with somebody else, because otherwise it's too hard to restart all over again. Yeah. So um, like you were saying about Ragnar the, or, you know, any type of relay, I very much feel that, that I can't let things drop too far because otherwise it's too hard to get it back up there again, yeah. which makes it sound like we're like a, a men's sex advice. I was going to say that we're watching porn or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the underlying theme of this entire podcast. Yes. Yes. So, and because I was also pleased to hear your response to this because I guess I kind of pull a horse to the barn syndrome because oftentimes the final mile of my run is my fastest without mm-hmm. trying to. It's just sure. I feel I'm finally warmed up and I am excited typically to, you know, be finishing up or I've switched over to music instead of a podcast, something like that. And so then, but I do walk or I do dynamic drills. And so those can count as a cool down. Yes. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. As okay. long as, you know, as long as they're not, you know, spiking your heart rate up, as long as you're not like, you know, doing like jumping jacks and that kind mm-hmm. of thing, but more just doing mm-hmm. like gentle lunges or some dynamic stretching or anything like that. Yeah, that works too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, I often feel like, you know, you could walk a block. Like, I think there's nothing wrong with like walking that last little bit, right? And mm-hmm. then doing your dynamic mm-hmm. drills. I do think that there's something to be said to just bring it all the way down and then go mm-hmm. into your drills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. All right, well, let's hear from the brands that allow us to bring you this free content. Please consider supporting them since they support us. We'll be back soon with more questions and answers. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's Nicole who's looking for some mojo and pain relief. Hi, Sarah and Dimini. This is Nicole from Minneapolis. I have a question about how to... Stay motivated and 
keep myself from getting discouraged coming back to running and just physical activity post-pregnancy. Um, so my daughter is five months old, and I am starting to feel like we're on a pretty good schedule. She's sleeping pretty good. I have some time to get out and actually get some good exercise. But holy cow, it is hard, and I am so sore. So how can I stay motivated? Any tips on how to treat that soreness, prevent it? Um, any words of wisdom that you guys have would be great. Thanks. Bye. Nicole, congratulations on the birth of your baby and for getting back at exercise. Oh, baby, baby. I need a little baby. I was looking at kittens the other day. I'm like, I, and I'm not equating Nicole's baby with a kitten, but I was just like, oh, maybe I need just a little kitten. But then they grow. Look at and you. Wow. I know. I saw it on um, uh, a re-rate dogs. We rate, had, oh, yes. It's hard to say that, but it's we rate dogs. It's an Instagram mm-hmm. account. And mm-hmm. they they have this cute old dog that, you know, was about to be um, euthanized and someone adopted mm. it last minute. And turns out, like, uh, she's like a mother hen to all these little Aww. kittens. So this this person who adopted her also adopts, fosters all these kittens. And she Aww. carries them around in her mouth like Aww. like she's a mom. And, like, you know, they, they climb all over her. And I don't know. So, anyway, it's very cute. <laughs> okay. We need to link to that, I think, in the show notes, Tim, because <laughs> okay. I'm okay. going to look it up after, I, after we finish recording. <laughs> yeah. It's very cute. Very, very cute. So, anyway. So, Nicole, congratulations. And, again, not – but just I just love a baby. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So – I would typically say that having a friend keeps you accountable and excited to see them and thus hopefully do your workout. To me, that's the best way to get excited about exercise. But with a variable schedule of a baby, that's just too tough. You can, you know, you tell your friend you're going to meet them at 6 a.m. Well, your baby decides that she wants to you know, be breastfed at 5.55 a.m. And that's just not going to hook you up. So... I thought, how about signing up for an achievable, underline achievable goal that'll keep you accountable, Nicole, like a turkey trot with a family member or maybe, I don't know, a cycling event next spring or, I don't know, something, a a fundraising walk, something like that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think those are great ideas. And I would say, um, I mean, a couple things I would say to Nicole is, first of all, like, this sounds totally cliche, but it is a cliche for a reason, like, it's going to take nine months to make you to at least to make you feel like you're maybe back at your own, like feeling like yourself finding your groove again. Um, Mm -hmm. Just because, I mean, you still have a lot going on in your body hormonally with your ligaments and tendons and just be careful and be kind and give yourself grace. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's my Mm -hmm. first thing. Second thing is I would also, and I saying this again with love, don't get too anxious. Don't try to compare yourself. Don't, you know, I mean, I just saw this video the other day in the New York Times um, from Stephanie Bruce. Did you see that, Sarah, about her running while she was pregnant? Mm-mm. It was her defending, not defending, but talking about like the naysayers on social oh, media yeah. mm-hmm. who, you know, are getting after her for, I mean, she looks very pregnant when she's running and she looks like she's running fast. I mean, it's awesome. It's totally cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to look at someone like that and be like, oh, well, she's, you know, now she's back to, you know, her regular running shape and this kind of thing. And if you try to do a comparison game, either with yourself, like where you used to be, mm-hmm. or with people that you see on social media, especially pro runners, again, I'm not saying Nicole is doing this. I'm just saying it's an easy mm-hmm. trap to fall into. 
Banjo thinks so too. Yeah, Banjo <laughs> thought so too. I know, I know. So a couple of things I would recommend. I mean, consistency is always going to be your best friend when you try to get back into exercise, mm-hmm. just because then you get into a pattern where your body expects it and your mm-hmm. day kind of um, rotates a little bit around that schedule. So I would try to be consistent over being trying to get distance, right? So mm-hmm. maybe it's, you know, 20 minutes, four days a week, and then, you know, building from there. Or something like that. I mean, just just make it so, so achievable so that you mm-hmm. can taste success and then build from there instead of just being like, oh, I've got – and I know that's hard to do too, again, with a baby. But, you know, sometimes you're like, okay, I have 45 minutes. So I'm going to go run for 45 minutes. Well, maybe when's the last <laughs> time you ran for 45 minutes, you know? like, mm-hmm. and, and so you're going to end up feeling sore and kind of unmotivated. So – if you are looking for a program and I'm not selling, you know, this isn't an infomercial, but we do have a return to running program that's built with people like Nicole in mind, you know, who are, it, it, you literally repeat the first four weeks for as long as you need to until you're ready to then take on the next eight weeks. So it's a really nice soft place to land because you're just like, okay, I'm going to do that week again until I feel really good. And then I'm going to do week two and then I'll do week three. And you have coach Jen and Liz guiding you. So just to, uh, we'll put that in the show notes as well. Just to, just to, um, <laughs> just, if you like, if you like the structure, because that's the other thing too. Sometimes you're like, Again, I'm like, okay, well, kind of suggesting a structure, but sometimes you don't know what that should be, or you're making it up to be unrealistic. Like sometimes it's just easy to have someone to tell you what to do, especially when, you know, when you're in a specific position. Yeah. Yeah. I love your line, Dimity. Consistency is always going to be your best friend when you resume exercising. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes. We're going to make that into a social media image. You can count on it. (laughs) So, all right. So let's address the second part of um, Nicole's question, which is about um, soreness and soreness prevention. So again, that doing a little bit of warm up and cool down rather than just dashing back into the house post run. So, and that can also be foam rolling maybe a little bit later on in the day. So let me break that down. So warming up, cooling down. So that 45 minutes, you're not going to get to do 45 minutes of running. Unfortunately, you will be well served if a few minutes on each end of that, like we talked about in the last answer, is warming up and cooling down. And then also I would suggest foam rolling. You can do that on the floor next to your Bambino when she has tummy time or is on, on the play mat. And so then you know, you feel like you're getting to play on the floor too, Nicole. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, And then also I have been re-reminded of the benefits of topical rubs. And I recently found this product that I'm just loving. It's called Nature's Willow and they use botanical analgesics in their pain relieving cream. And I've been putting that on my back either after pickleball or my glutes or, or quads post run. And just that, that warmth that it brings to your muscles can, in my mind, it just distracts me from, from the discomfort a little bit. And it does just kind of fill you with that good feeling. It does feel good. It definitely feels good. Um, Epsom salt baths are also really nice to help with Mm -hmm. soreness and also just general relaxation, which, you know, you might need a little bit after you've had a baby. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And as far as other pain relief advice, I mean, you've hit the big things. Foam rolling, I think is a big one. And I mean, the, the thing, that a lot of us get after doing exercise after we haven't done it is that DOMS or delayed onset muscle soreness, right? Mm-hmm. It usually happens mm-hmm. like 24, 48 hours. Like if you haven't done lunges in a long time and all of a sudden you're like, 
holy cow, <laughs> I can feel it in my glutes <laughs> as I walk up. And the thing about it is the thing that also keeps that away is consistency, right? Mm-hmm. So, so instead of saying, okay, I'm going to go do something one or two days a week and your body just never quite feels the groove, I'm going to go do it three or four times, maybe not as long, definitely not as long, but I'm going to get my body reaccustomed to it. That's going to be helpful with the soreness as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good luck with things, Nicole. And again, let's emphasize to give yourself grace. Absolutely. Yeah. Here's Laura, who's curious about training high, racing low. Hi, Sarah. This is Laura calling from Durango, Colorado. Uh, first of all, I just want to thank you for a wonderful show. Uh, you all keep me company on my runs every day and uh, really make the runs go a lot more pleasant for me. So thank you. My question is regarding um, training at elevation. I moved to Durango five years ago, and I have an upcoming marathon in three weeks. And I've been really putting in a lot of hard training, but my times are not what they used to be. Uh, This will be my 24th marathon. So I always, for the most part, approach the marathons as a, a fun activity I've never had a coach of any kind, um, just running with friends and since moving out to Durango, really running by myself. But um, I didn't know how I should anticipate the elevation affecting me at my race uh, because my race is at sea level in Ohio. And right now I'm training and living at 6,500 feet of elevation. So just curious if you could give me some insight if you think my marathon time will be significantly faster per mile or um yeah this is just a whole new door for me to go through this with this marathon because I've never really raced it after training and living at elevation so not quite sure what to expect anyways thanks a lot and uh, I really appreciate your help Laura thank you for your dear praise and thank you for bringing us along on on your runs so cool so and Durango is holy cow what a beautiful place to live Laura, I mm-hmm. hope that you enjoy it, and um, maybe I'll see you back at one day at the Iron Horse again. <laughs> or not. <laughs> so, Dim, I figure you have firsthand knowledge of this situation, having trained in Mile High Denver for Nike Women's Marathon in truly sea level San Francisco. So I was curious, does timing have anything to do with it, Dimity? Because I know that folks who do the reverse, which is train low, race high, it serves the racer best to arrive at the higher elevation race destination either really well in advance or no more than 24 hours in advance of their event. Yeah. 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 It's a good Mm -hmm. question. Yeah. I mean, timing doesn't have a lot to do with it because you're going into a much more beneficial situation. I mean, so there's no, you know, it's not (laughs) like you have to be like, Oh, I've got to really, because what you're doing is you're going from air that doesn't have a lot of oxygen in it to air that has a ton of oxygen in it. And Mm -hmm, that just mm -hmm. is going to help, your, you know, your, your muscles feel more capable. Um, I don't know. And I, this is, you know, maybe a, a more, um, a more detailed running coach would have this information. I don't think it really translates to like pace per mile. And I would oh. hesitate to say that it would just because I wouldn't want to set up expectations that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. What I, mm-hmm. especially cause she's going to run a marathon, right? It's, it's yes. one thing if she's going to run a 5k <laughs> and you're like, okay, go yes. for it because it's going to be over soon, right? Um, but mm-hmm. if we say, oh, yeah, you can go 45 seconds faster per mile, and then she goes mm-hmm. out and dies at mile 16 or something like that. That's not, not mm-hmm. dies, but, you know, hits a wall. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say that. What I will say is that it does feel significantly easier. Like there is yes. 
like you just mm-hmm. feel like you can like drink the oxygen. Like you feel like mm-hmm. maybe your easy effort run maybe is, you know, feels one or two notches easier, which can definitely mm-hmm. help you in a long mm-hmm. race. Right. But, mm-hmm. but it's still, like mm-hmm. I said, it's still a marathon. So I would definitely, if you're looking for, you know, a PR or um, to have a really solid race that you feel like you put in, you know, the R, a capital R in race, I would definitely still pace yourself and just be really in tune with your body. You know, don't, don't Mm -hmm. take it out too fast, but then know that you may have more runway than you typically have when you're doing a training run in Durango because everything just is more bountiful. The oxygen's more bountiful, which just makes your body Mm -hmm. function more efficiently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm nodding along here, Timothy, because as you know, you've seen me in high altitude situations. I just literally suck at exercising <laughs> at elevation. And so I just imagine what it must feel like to train in that all the time you get used to that feeling. Your body obviously acclimates by you know changing the way your red blood cells carry the oxygen. And so then to be down in, as you say, you know, in basically an oxygen soup, it's um I think it's just going to feel really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't, I, I don't want to like, it, it's still going to be hard. <laughs> like that's such yeah. a running oh, yeah. is always hard. Mm-hmm. I just want to make that clear. Like, it's not like, Oh, and now I'm floating on, you know, clouds mm-hmm. and pillows and it's not hard. Mm-hmm. It's just that like, if you are very in tune with your effort and you're really paying attention to how your body feels, you, it will mm-hmm. feel a little bit different, it, but it's not like, you know, the difference between black and white. It's the difference of, mm-hmm. you know, a couple notches of gray. So mm-hmm. again, don't mm-hmm. like count on it to be like, oh, this is going to be the best race ever, but mm-hmm. you might surprise yourself too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also think the fact that it's Laura's 24th marathon. So she's an incredibly seasoned racer yes, and probably yes. is very attuned to racing by feel. And so she's going to know at mile 19, 20, 21, whether she still has something left in the tank that she can pick up that pace. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm excited. Maybe, maybe I think has she already run it? She's probably has, right? Yeah. This, this uh, well, well, it came in at the end of August. And so, because we had that lag where we didn't have um, answers for the month. Yeah. So, the, um, so yeah, chances are pretty good. I mean, it was, she said it's going to be in Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. So the Columbus marathon or I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, Laura, if you're listening, um, you know, uh, well, gosh, I'd say write us on Instagram. I was going to say post on Facebook, but now that Facebook doesn't allow people to do that. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you can call back and, and give us an update. We can run it next time. <laughs> see yeah. how that feels let us know how that oxygen felt <laughs> right <laughs> so all right speaking of questions we are very much in need of questions so please call in with your question uh that number is 470 badass one which is 470-223-2771 leave your first name where you're calling from please keep your message to about a minute or less and as always that number is in the show notes And if you're starting to think about your plans for next summer and you want to think of maybe family vacation or some kind of adventure, consider our new Epic Hike program. This 20-week program is designed to help you feel strong and capable on day-long Epic Hikes like Yosemite's Half Dome, a 14er here in Colorado, or another Epic Adventure you might have in mind. The program has strength, cardio, gear, and nutrition guidelines, so you're going to be so prepared or prepared <laughs> that all you have to do on race day or epic hike day is focus in on taking the scenery and focus on taking in enough calories. 
We'll have it linked in the show notes and it's also under programs at anothermotherrunner.com. Nice. These show notes are just going to be Link City. They are. Our podcast today was produced in St. Paul, Minnesota by Barry Medore from Fire on the Bluff. Keep those questions coming. We're here with some answers, maybe some porn in the backyard. I don't know what else, Sarah. Oxygen. It's all I can can think of is porn in the backyard now. This afternoon, I was going to um, go for a walk with my friend, Corey, who turned out to be sick. So this morning, I was like, oh, I'm going to walk with Corey this afternoon. Um, so usually, I don't walk in the afternoon, like walk the dogs in the afternoon. But I was like, oh, I'll take them. Anyway, Barry, you can cut that whole part out because that doesn't really even make any sense. Um, 